Hey, how's it going? This is Billy. And I'm Jen. And you're listening to Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Cheers, babe. Cheers to you, love. Well, Merry Christmas. We are sitting at the ranch, and it is full-on snowing like a blizzard. It's snowing. Like like full-on snowing. Like we're looking at, I mean, let a blizzard. It snow, let it Not snow, a blizzard. Let it snow, let it snow. Uh, Big Sound there's snow everywhere. It's literally, and it just started about an hour ago, and the ground is covered because it's been a frozen tundra out here. And so we're sitting here in Coffee Talk Studios with our coffee and a, and a falling snow. is just falling, falling gently on the world gently upon on us. Peace on earth, goodwill towards men. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I love when I start talking with my British accent. You start like humming in the back. You're like, oh, I love it. <laughs> All right. Okay, here's what today is. It's super awesome. Um, last week, if you listen to the podcast, we, we played a rerun from 2020, almost actually three and a half years ago, and it was called Kids These Days. And all three of our kids, it was their first time on the podcast. It has since then been three and a half years since all three of them have been on the podcast. Now, granted, True. Lil Ren's on the podcast most of the time. She's a part of the studio. Caleb has jumped on a couple times since then. I think Judah might have too. But today... We are reunited back in Coffee Talk Studios at the ranch in the middle of a blizzard. We have all three of the children joining us here at Coffee Talk Studios. So welcome to our three children, Judah, Caleb, and Serenity. Say hello to the, hello. To the people. Hello. Hello, friends. Uh, how old is everyone? This Last time we did this, Lil Ren, you were 14. Judah, you were just barely hitting 19. And Caleb, I think you were 18. So uh, ages, roll call, ages are now at this point. 18. 18. 23. 21. Wow. wow. Everyone's legal. Everyone can vote. Everyone is independent. Actually, Seren's not legal. 18. Not technically. Well, she's 18. She's on her own, ladies and gentlemen. Not she true. does what she I wants. I feel like when you can vote, you're legal. I mean, you're talking you're talking about alcohol, but we ain't talking about booze, bro. We're talking about voting. It got real when she turned 18, and I was like, it's midnight, and where is she at? She didn't check in, ladies and gentlemen. It's a new day. <laughs> Just, just had to subtly call her out for no reason. Well, she's, she's, Seren checks in with me a lot. No, I mean, not I, the first week. The first week when she turned 18, I was like, she is loving this independence. I appreciate it. Pendency. I think she's doing good, man. I think she's she's re, she's reliable. She is. Truly, faithful. Truly. Yeah. She is. Yeah. 100%. If you listened to last week's episode, Lil Ren had that little 14-year-old girl voice. She's like, hi, my name is Lil Ren, and I just wanted to say that everyone's so happy. <laughs> It was awesome. Okay, let's go around real quick um, just to kind of get everyone introduced, and then we're going to have a good conversation. I'm excited about this one. Uh, what is so far where well, Thanksgiving is over? Um, half of our family from Florida just left today. I took them to the airport at four in the morning. And um, so we're in the middle of the holidays. What right now has been one of your favorite moments of the holidays, all three of you? Um, or what are you looking forward to coming up? Go. Go. I can start. I'll, I'll probably. Well, so we just had a bunch of family come down from Florida to come stay with us or come up. Yeah, I guess technically come up from Florida. I think one of the things that we've always done well when it comes to like the winter time as a family is setting up the patio situation for us. So True like diesel. we actually had uh, it's a vibe. Tell them my uncle and, and aunt like they brought their own. Pretty much, what is it like a bonfire fire pit? pit a fire pit, pit, yeah, a portable fire pit. Figured out how to put it in a car or truck and like brought it to be paired with the exact same one that we have here. And then we figured out heater situations. Like we love to be in the freezing cold with like 
as much heat as possible. Like we literally have a fireplace, two fire pits, two heaters, all out there on a covered patio. It was. It was a vibe. It was. Nice. It was beautiful. Yeah, I agree. Good call. All right, Caleb. Favorite favorite moment of the holidays thus far? Yeah. Well, we just had Thanksgiving, obviously, but um, yeah, just being with family, hanging out. We play tons of games. Everyone's super fun and loud. It's fun being around mom's sister too, Jesse, because you guys are so much alike. It's just like, <laughs> is it real? It's so funny seeing it, but um, yeah, just being with family. Well, but what about this really sweet girl? Yes, having Ariel with us for Thanksgiving. That's <laughs> definitely uh, my favorite. Actually, that uh, is my favorite part. <laughs> that's Ariel from uh, Little Mermaid. Uh, I want to be where the people are. <laughs> I want to sing. Was this our first holiday? Uh, first holiday with Ariel? Yeah, first yeah, one. Yeah, Ariel's it's awesome. It's been really fun. Her. Ariel is Caleb's significant other. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been going steady. Is that what we She's call the it little these mermaid. days? They've been steady. courting. They've been going steady. School, uh, they're exclusive with each other um, for the last for the last six months, eight months, nine months. It's been nine months, yeah. Yeah, man. Congratulations. Yeah. It was fun having Ariel around for the holidays for schnizzle. All right, Lil Ren, what was your favorite moment so far? Um, Probably just like the Thanksgiving mornings and then the Thanksgiving like evenings, you know, like the whole week. So like waking up, getting coffee, going on walks. And then, um, yeah, like hanging out at night, games and stuff. We didn't do too many walks this year, did we? It was so freezing yeah, we cold. Actually didn't. Yeah. No, I think about it. But not, just the mornings, like, one. yeah. <laughs> Jen went on walks by herself. Yes, That's I did. True. I did do a walk. We did play a decent amount of games. Little Ren, we did the hot tub. Did you? You got in the hot tub. Um, you went off like with friends off and on yeah. throughout days. Yeah, just like coffee shops, and it's just fun to like chill. Oh, we have been playing pickleball yeah. too. Yeah, which pickleball. we've been playing that like it's really fun. four or five times a week. It's just a in the last game. two weeks, it's so much fun. That's yeah. been really fun. Uh, pickleball is now the uh, uh, the state sport, right? It always has been. I think. Lame. Serious? Oh, really? I feel like it's kind of lame. You're the guy who says it's lame, but has never once played it either. I played it once. Could you even play it? Could you keep up with the ball? (laughs) (laughs) Would you have the capacity, the the movement, the hip motion to ba-bam, ba-bam? Um, by the way you're asking the question, I think the answer is no. Well, so like pickleball, it was made for people who like don't have the bodies to sustain the grind of tennis, but like want to graduate from ping pong in their garage. So they're like, you know what? That's let's, exactly let's right. Let's figure out it's a middle ground to get there. Yeah, it's for amateur tennis players and professional ping pong players. I will say, though, um, I agree with that. Like, it, It's like life-size <laughs> ping pong, but tennis players have the <laughs> hardest time with it. I've played two tennis players who are really good, and they can't like they can't beat me in pickleball because it's so different to them. So that is that's that's the that's the perk there because tennis. Do you players, play with a ping pong ball? Is that what it is? No, no. it's like a it's like a wiffle ball. This is the challenge right here. If anyone can beat me in pickleball, I'll I'll give you two dollars. <laughs> no. Oh, that's a, a solid challenge. I mean, babe, you. I have to say, you in a yes. racquetball court was something to watch. Like you were something. Racquetball is like kind of oh. the same thing. Are you trying to compliment me now after babe, you just dissed? You, you, you know what, Dad? Ball? Is he only does stuff if he thinks it's manly? Since racquetball is so slightly true. dangerous, now it's like it's like a stud sport. Pickleball, you think is like kind of pansy, so you like you like to hate on it. Dude, we actually can't say that word. Um, but <laughs> pickleball to me is like this. Well, hello, my good man. Uh, would you like to pickleball it up, Reginald? That's that's how I see pickleball. Everyone's wearing pink polos and tight spandex shorts. That's what I see. 
Oh, well, hello, my good man. <laughs> Do you Moving have right crumpets along. and tea while we pickleball it up? <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> but it's probably good. I knew you probably smoke me. All right. Okay. Why don't we jump into the questions? That's the introductions. Welcome, fam. Um, I wanted to jump into, it's been, it has been... Four years. Four, almost four years since we all got together on the podcast. And I wanted to ask you a couple questions. One of, first of all, is what has been maybe one of your biggest challenges over the last four years or so? What's been one of the things that you've um, like had to deal with personally? You know, little Rim was just a little baby girl. Now she's grown. Judah, you were a teenager. Now you're a business tycoon. Caleb, you were just a little snot-nosed kid. And now you are a you have church chat memes and you're famous. In the, an older, <laughs> snot, older snot-nosed kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're a church chad. Um, so what is one of the, what is one of the biggest like, challenges you've had to face over the last three years go calorie intake and outtake (laughs) (laughs) caloric intake and outtake dude why are we talking about that the week after the balancing of calories dude that's real for me that's real all right what are some what are some challenges go with it loren anything um this is this is That's a hard question. Or maybe, okay. Okay, well, why don't we couple it with, or what has been one of the life lessons you've learned in the last three years? Like, you, you've grown up, you guys have grown up a lot in three years. Things. What's something that you have personally learned or come aware of in the last three years? What about that? Well, I think the last three years is, is unique because before, when we first did this podcast, I think all, like, at least all of us kids were like just getting into like, work kind of getting out of high school kind of figuring out like what we're wanting to do and then everything went like remote so i feel like i've definitely definitely learned to like value the time that you have with people in person and like it's been it's it's super interesting because like the remote work culture is wild in the sense that like if you think about if if you can remember back to the times where people would go to an office like you'd have to walk from meeting to meeting. Whereas now it's like you can put 10 back to back meetings in an hour, you know, and have like, you know, five, yeah. 10 minute meetings. And you're and it's fully like, remote you're with stop. your job. You work here from the ranch and you've, you've worked 80, hundred hour weeks here recently. Yeah. Because you can just literally work around the clock. Like you were, weren't you, you were working till 3am last night. Yeah. And yeah. Well, and it's kind of like, yeah, you can, there really is like an unlimited opportunity, especially I think like for, my generation in Gen Z, because we're so like online and constantly like doing things. If work is in that same kind of like way, then it's kind of hard to disconnect, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The pandemic was huge. It's crazy. When we, last time we recorded together, there was no pandemic. And then we went through all of that. All right, Caleb, you've had multiple jobs in the last three years. You've gotten into a long-term, like a a committed relationship that you've been going to. You, I mean, you've had a lot of life changes. You've traveled a lot. You've been to different countries. Like you've done a ton. Mm -hmm. Like what's one of the things you've learned or one of the challenges you faced over the last three years? Yeah. Yeah. I've definitely had a lot of jobs and like so many different industries I feel like in the last since we last done this podcast which is probably my biggest lesson of just learning how to do new things first of all like you can learn anything you know you put your mind to and then also um also what Judah said too of valuing kind of the things in front of you but also valuing valuing what's most important in your life you know like jobs come and go um but really focusing on things that like mean the most to you and putting those first and also yeah, not stressing yourself out about jobs. 
Because jobs, I feel like for people our age too, because I mean, I'm 21, but like getting a job nowadays is such a different process than totally probably back then. I mean, and people get jobs and then quit every two years and get a new one. So kind of like not stressing myself out about jobs because I just had a good one. Uh, now I'm looking for something new and it's kind of like, it can be easy to stress yourself out all the time about what you're going to do with your life. But I think I've learned to not find like my, my value in my job because like, that's not the most important thing. And jobs are going to come and go. And I know, I know I'm going to get something better too, but it's like kind of learning that my job actually doesn't define who I am, which is kind of hard to, I think, learn or to unlearn because you grow through high school and college and all of that as a build up just to get a job. And then once you try to get one, it's like things never go according to plan. So it's almost right. learning to not, not put like all your, your money on just a job. All like there's other things to life. So yeah, it's yeah. a lot of wisdom at 21, man. We've learned a lot. Yeah. It just makes me think in, you know, having a solid job is important, but I also, I think there's value in doing multiple things, having yeah. um, multiple streams of income, even if you're young, or maybe it's just something, a hobby that you're, you know, you do church chad, which is like a side thing that's not really giving you. <laughs> yeah. Which a, that's like a social media. A total, you keep saying that too. Total it's income. like a but comedy. It's yeah. How that's <laughs> even open doors for you. And it's been always something that you've done in the last couple of years. That's really taken off. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. All right, Lil Ren, what's one of the things? I mean, you've had you had your first job. You worked Chick-fil-A. You now work, you're a barista at a great coffee shop. You graduated high school. Yeah, yeah. You have, you're about to have your associate's degree in about two weeks. Um, congratulations, by the way. Well done. What's what's one of the things? Yeah. Um, I can't really think of any like challenges necessarily. I feel like I'd have to think a little longer for that. But I would say maybe like a lesson that I've learned is probably just like, a lot for me in the past few years has been consistency just with like everything with like work with school um with friends with like just like hobbies like working out and things like that I think consistency for me has been like a big deal because like it everything works if you have consistency kind of thing if you don't have consistency then yeah. you're not really going to get an end result so I've kind of like been really like on that lately it's a great soundbite. Everything works if you have consistency. That, you nailed good. it. And that you have gotten much. crazy consistent with your fitness, working out. Um, I'm even thinking about, okay, you got you were consistent with Chick-fil-A. That was your first job ever. I think you were 15 when you got that job. You hated, no. you hated it with your whole life. Yeah. And now you're super consistent. You work multiple jobs. You work for Five Stones Coffee, where you pretty much work full time. Then you also work for Sweet Serenity, which is named after you, and you do that kind of part-time. Mm -hmm. And then you also do, you'll nanny from time to time, and then you also are doing school. You're kind of just going, like, what's what's changed? How did you get consistent? Did something just snap when you turned 18 or 17? Or do you kind of remember, was there a moment where it kind of made sense to you? Um, I remember I was working with, um, I was working with mom at her shop, and I was working with one of the other people that she um, hired, and she was telling me how much like she loves to work and how like she was going to her other job after like she was like working at Sweet Serenity. So she's going to like go to the, her next job after that. And she was like talking about just like how much she loved working. And in my head, I was like, interesting. Like, I don't like working. Like, I wish I liked working. And so then I kind of was like, OK, well, maybe I should like change my job, get something different, like do something that I like. And then I found a job that I loved and I love working. So I'm kind of just like if I don't like if I'm not feeling like I don't like what I'm doing, then I'm just going to change it mm. kind of thing. But yeah, that's kind of what that's yeah. huge. I mean, to learn at 18, like mm -hmm. I think there's something so profound about even at your age, go ahead and allow yourself to love what you do. 
You don't have to wait till you're 40 to be like, I love what I do now. Like, I think we have to learn faster. It's such a great example of learning faster just to find something. It may not be every part of the job you love, but there's a lot of it that you do love and go for it. Go for it, even if it's a little bit less hourly potentially, but you love it. I think that's the trade-off, right? And I think there's some profound wisdom in that. And if you don't love it, I love what Trent said, don't be afraid to make a change. Like yeah. she's like, I didn't love my job. So I thought maybe I'll just change and find something that I actually love or at the very least like. Okay, that's been kind of your experience too of mm-hmm. doing jobs. You've done multiple jobs that you didn't like, but you just did them. And then you've yeah. had a few that you liked. Yeah. Some that I loved, but like didn't pay as well. Um, yeah. I also, I forgot who said it. it was like a quote, but I thought it was cool. It was, they're talking about just life in general and jobs. And they said, instead of looking at life as like, like a reaching a peak or like hitting a set job that you want to do forever or, you know, be Beautiful. there forever. They said life is instead like an accumulation of different pursuits, which I thought that's like interesting thinking of it as like life is all about doing different things and going after new things, you know, as, as much as you can, instead of setting your mind on one thing, mm. which is kind of an interesting perspective instead of just like that one goal you have in mind having yeah it's like the thought it's like the picture of like not necessarily trying to get to the very tippy top point but covering more ground on a flat top like yeah you get where you are and just cover ground like just get experiences and get out there and exp- mm-hmm. and do things um some people are like i don't you know i don't enjoy what i do it's like well how much have you tried like yeah. you'd be amazed if you just start trying uh, walking through different doors taking more risks you'd be shocked some of us feel like we're trapped and you're actually not trapped there's no there's the door's not closed there's no change on your feet you're free to go and free to come and free to do what you feel like you should do it just takes the courage to make a change and kind of shift things so okay let's get to something fun i have an idea i have a question for all of you oh you know what's so funny my phone was was on voice record and it literally just recorded everything i said my page on my phone it's just (laughs) okay here's my question what do you we're all a generation apart you guys are vic what's the difference between a generation is a generation 20 years like how do they how do they separate the generations millennials xers do you know boomers is it 20 years no idea <laughs> Judah, do you know pick the sound check can you do your job okay anyways i would say you guys are yeah it's well i think it's i, I think it actually is like 20 years I do too. yeah some of them are bigger than others but i think that like they've like found like milestones of years where they like you know, when when mark. technology changed is when this happened. And I don't know if we cover like multiple generations. I don't know if Lil Ren's in Generation Z and you guys are millennials and your, mo- your mom and I. 30 years is a generation. Oh, wow. So like we're, I'm Gen X. You're Gen X. I think Vic would I'm, be technically millennial. I'm millennial. Am I? Or no, you guys. We're in between. Yeah, you guys are in between millennial and Gen X. And then all three of us would be Gen Z. Oh, you guys are all Gen Z. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And who's a boomer? A boomer would be Mom, like your parents. Grandmas are boomers. Uh, yeah. You could be a boomer sometimes. <laughs> Boom. Okay, boomer. I'm joking. You're not a boomer. Okay. Um, boomers used to be, they, they used to call the boomer generation the greatest generation. So, I mean, that's, I mean, there's that. We salute you, boomers. Thank you for, well, I mean, that's, they're called the greatest generation. Thank you for your hard work. Yeah. We stand yeah. on their shoulders. Yes. <laughs> Even though, we honor you. Uh, okay. What is the most, <laughs> listen, listen. You, you stand on their, you stand on those shoulders. We're, we are the shoulders for the future. Listen, oh, Zier. Listen, well spoken like a true Gen Zier. 
Okay, let me ask you a question. Well Talk about our generation and your generation. What do you find from your perspective? And Jim, we can do this too. Okay. What do you find most puzzling or annoying about people in their 40s, you all being in your early 20s? What What is the most puzzling, annoying thing about our generation that you have come to find? And with Jim, we can think the same way. Anyone Careful. got? Any, yeah. No, no. Freedom to be. Honest conversations. Go for it. Go for it. Who's going? Judah? Well, I, I don't know. Yeah, this is, I mean, I think this is just a funny thing. I was looking up like relatable generational tweets of like the difference between like a millennial and Gen Z. And this this one girl on Twitter goes, as a millennial, I can't help but be jealous of Gen Z because we grew up with tech, but it was all first generation generation crap. Like, oh, you're 16 and use ways to get around. That's cool. I had a giant TomTom GPS in my 2004 (laughs) CRV, and I couldn't figure out how to stop getting it to speak French. (laughs) But like, I think that's a real thing. Like the the difference is like, you guys had all of the tech that we have right when it first was like in the trial beta period, and now we have it. We had dial-up internet. When I was trying to learn to email, it was dial-up. Sat there for 20 minutes while it dialed. I have that little ring and they're like I had a flip yeah. phone when we were dating. And yeah. I think just the the like the advancement of technology has changed the way that like even our generation like takes in media like for a lot of your guys' childhood even when you guys were like young adults like going to a movie or sitting down for like an hour and 30 minutes was like a moment that you guys would like look forward to that it would become like it would be a big part of your day for like <laughs> for Gen Z like we have entire day. a thousand TikTok videos that are 10 seconds that we're consuming constantly. And maybe it's not helping us be the brightest, but we're consuming <laughs> so much information. Okay. This, okay. This thank you for story. your, thank you for your honesty. And I cannot argue. Anyway. I, here's the thing that but I, I am. Let him finish answering. This. He just did, babe. But all of them. I will, but uh, we can chime in and out. It's vice versa. It goes back <laughs> okay. and forth. They get, to, they take a Boomer. shot at us and then we take a shot at Boomer. them. <laughs> So they hit me and I'm going to hit back. Okay. Okay, Here's what I am kind of puzzled by with your generation, which I think you guys are brilliant, but I'm just speaking as a generalization of your generation. Um, You're, you're in a, sometimes you believe you, you consume so much media. You can, I don't know how you watch all the videos you watch. I don't TikTok. I don't know how you tick it up on the talk all the day long. I don't understand it. And I know I'm old, but I mean, it's just, and Jaren tells me all the time, it's like, you're old. I know it because you're tickety tockety and I don't even understand what's happening here. Um, you guys tend to believe for the most part, not you three, but your generation tends to believe anything that media releases. You're just like, oh, it becomes fact. And like the only way you know what's happening is you look it up on Google. Although I'm pretty I've sure like COVID. Wikipedia, Google, like people can just make up what they want. Like I was reading IMDb, which is where I go to find out like if, if movies are bad to watch. And then someone just told me recently this over the holidays, Ben's like, you know, People just fill that out. That's not even accurate. Like they can put anything they want on IMDb. On IMDb, yeah, they oh, can wow. just put it. They can put their own review I and tell say you. Ninety-five percent of the time, it's right though. But this is my this is my thing. I, I I'm puzzled how your generation just believes everything you read. Like if I were to tell you that I just saw a meme and the world is ending and a huge volcano exploded in Hawaii and we're all going to die in two weeks, you guys would be like, "Dude!" <laughs> like you'd tend to believe it. Or it's my gut re- reaction would be like, "No way, it's not true." I don't believe it. So, okay. Yeah. That's, no, that's kind of true. I, I think we're, our generation's finally starting to learn to like not do that. But that, I think that's true, actually. I think most of us, like, we see stuff and then we'll just, like, everyone sends it and then all of a sudden you think it's real. Like, people don't, because it's like, it's social media. Anyone could have posted that. So, it's like that Kanye meme that was going around. Did you see that where he, 
he had that quote about uh, Kim Kardashian. You guys remember seeing that? No, what is he it? He said something. Again, oh. I don't, I don't so, watch this stuff. Remember when Kanye was posting all those like crazy uh, just captions with the black screen? Which time? Um, it was <laughs> just like time? a month ago. He was just going off, posting Which the year? wildest things. Mm-hmm. But then apparently someone had made a fake account and or a fake Twitter like account of him and just like took a photo of it and photoshopped it and then wrote the quote, uh, uh, Kim Kardashian has the worst diarrhea, like much worse than normal diarrhea. <laughs> That's what he wrote. And they posted oh, yeah, it as Kanye. Everyone thought it was actually Kanye, was Kanye who wrote that, but it was some random dude who made it because Kanye oh, says the, the craziest stuff. And it hit the news feeds yeah. and everyone took it as truth. And Kanye and had to like disclose that it actually wasn't him. <laughs> yeah. Wow. You know what? Well, it, it, I was going to say, well, I think. I think the Gen like Gen Z sees that stuff, and I feel like Gen Z understands that it's a meme, and the millennials are like, "Whoa, like what is going on? This is real." And then they tell their boober parents, and the boober parents are like, "This is crazy. This is an outrage." And then and then all of, and then this isn't what I this isn't what we used to do back in the day. <laughs> why why the accent, dude? You're taking shots at boobers. They're not even in the room. Okay, your generation. This is what's. Uh, I can't comprehend this. Everyone thinks they're famous on TikTok. Mm. So I, I'm like, everybody yeah. thinks they're so famous. You think everyone's listening to you and looking at you? Yes. Is that That's not real. true? Is that yeah. real? Yeah, I think everyone's a little. Yeah, we're all caught up in like. Um, That's why TikTok's so big. Everyone thinks they like made it in a way when in reality, like just having a number of followers still still doesn't mean anything. Like people confuse with our age. I think people confuse attention with fame nowadays. Ooh. You get a lot of attention, well but that doesn't said. mean anything. Drop still. the mic. Um, but I was gonna say one thing I've noticed too about like the older generation because I was talking with a friend <laughs> from from Dallas. <laughs> I have a friend from careful. Dallas. As is, she has grace. <laughs> is how set like um just. And this is actually probably more boomers, but how set a lot of them can be in their ways. And like anything new feels like an attack to them. Like I have a friend from Dallas and he, he came to Seattle and he was talking about how we all dress more casual. Like we'll wear like jean jackets, which that's not even crazy at all. That's pretty normal here. But he's like, bro, like I wore like a jean jacket to like Safeway last week with some like nice slacks and dress shoes. And he, he's like, no joke. Some old dude walked up to me and said to me, we used to beat up boys like you back in the day for dressing like that. <laughs> And he was like, "What does that mean?" Because <laughs> he was wearing a jean jacket. He was wearing just a jean jean jacket. He looked like he looked like classy or something. Yeah, like he that? looked like like normal, like literally how we would dress normally here in Dallas. I guess the vibes a little different, but he wasn't dressing like a like a good old boy. <laughs> and this old guy literally said that to him. And, and he was what did like, he say to him? He was like, "What?" He didn't know how to respond. I'd like to take your shot, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff like Shoot that. Shoot your shot, Gramps. <laughs> Oh, you tell you say it to my face, Gramps. <laughs> All right, um, that's pretty funny. Lil Ren, anything that's puzzling about us? Um, no, but I was gonna say um, when you guys were talking about the like everybody thinks they're famous nowadays. I was listening to a podcast and the podcaster was saying how like she's not surprised that if in like a few years or even like pretty soon, like almost everybody that we know will have some sort of influence or be like some level of like an influencer famous because that's how like fame isn't like a big deal anymore like fame like famous isn't like mm. like it's so it's so just like everyone has it normal. you know so it's so normal now like it used to be like a big thing where it was like such a big deal and like people saw it as yeah. like like a huge deal that if you're famous but now it's just like everybody has like some level of fame so it's not a big deal anymore tiktok changed that too for most people because like Caleb said the attention like when you are 
if you just post one video and you're just like a random person on social media, you make a TikTok of you like cooking eggs and you do like a really cool way that you cook the eggs. This is crazy. To me. All of a sudden you get 10 million views and it's unbelievable to me. TikTok has convinced like convinces people that like they are famous and you're I the think best egg cooker you, in the whole world. You even see like like what we would call like Hollywood like Hollywood stars like a Brad Pitt or like an Angelina Jolie even now like talk about how like fame is no longer the same. Like mm-hmm. they are now co-starring with someone who was on TikTok six months ago. Yeah. And Real. That's the so industry weird. is forcing them to do it because they're like, this is what people are paying. This person watch. has more eyes on them than you do. Yeah. 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 Billy, Billy Eilish, you know, got over a hundred million Instagram followers within like a two and a half year period. And a hundred, you have like mil. Paramore who's like sitting there with like 12 million followers. Like what? Like, are we irrelevant? Wow. It, you know, it, it's so crazy. Okay. <clears throat> As we close out, this has been good. What's going on with this generational thing? We talked about what's kind of annoying and maybe you have others, but what is maybe something that's most inspiring? Yeah. 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 Let's, 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 Ooh, let's, tough. let's, let's lift it. The other yeah. Yeah. Like inspiring. what is it about? Like you guys in your twenties, looking at those of us in our forties, like what is something that has inspired you? And then Jen, we could do the same. Like what's, I will say this kind of along the same lines. I am inspired at your generation's ability to gather knowledge and, and retain knowledge. And I know there's been a lot of talk, like people being like, man, these kids these days, they're so computer brained out and video gamed out. They don't even know. They don't even use their own minds, everything done for them. But here's the thing. You guys have learned how to operate and understand so much technology. I mean, it's like light years beyond what any of us learned when we yeah. were your age. And yet you guys retain it. You understand how to work through the systems. You, I mean, if, if it's a phone, if it's a if it's a computer, if it's a watch, if it's, you guys, if it's like understanding, you figure out things because you go to Google and YouTube and you're just like, and you just figure stuff out. Like there is an ability that your generation has to retain, understand, gather information, data, knowledge, and apply it that is absolutely ridiculous and it's inspiring to me it's actually inspired me to be like dude i could probably learn some things too yeah and it's completely changed the landscape of traditional education mm. in my opinion because there is so much intake of so many things you learn so fast that part of me and i'm going to say it i don't know if traditional college you know what I mean? It's for everybody. I'm say, say it. Like, don't make me say it. Don't make me say it. The, the boomers are like, don't say that. But I, I honestly think you, you can learn a trade by watching YouTube faster than going sitting in a four hour class, you know, and paying, yeah. you know, 25,000 to 50,000 a year to, to get yeah. that whatever, you know, information. So that's impressive. That's you made her say it. <laughs> you made her she say can it. Do it. All right. What do you guys, any inspirations? Yeah, man. Yeah. I have something. Um, I would say first, just like the wisdom that comes with people around your age is always super nice to be around. Bless you, my son. Like, no, that's real though. Like, especially <laughs> people who like, you just like you talk to them and it's, you just know they've been through so much life already. It's so nice just to like hear from them. You know, they can relate to you on things you're going through now. But I would say the other thing is, um, Frick, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> we're that, we're that <laughs> impressive. We're okay. just talking about your ability to retain enormous amounts of data and knowledge. Dang. I had something. I had something. Yeah, they jump in while he retains. <laughs> it, just like you a TikTok. It's like there for a so minute and then words. it's gone. You've said frick. You've said pansy. Like you just threw out so many words on this. It's refreshing, my friends. <laughs> Not really, but the boomers are like, oh my goodness. All right, I, I'll go. say one of the things that I... 
I think that like millennials and even Gen X do well is kind of like the art of connecting and bringing people along to things that you guys do. Gen Z is is a unique generation in that like we're we're more connected than any other generation, but connected digitally. And a lot of times, once your iPhone powers off, like who do I hang with and where do I go? And I think that millennials and and uh, Gen X or that yeah, you guys are Gen X, right? I think you guys have done a. I think we are. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we're in. I there. think you guys have do a good job of like. Hey, like I'm gonna go do something. Let's bring three people together. And then I also think that like even millennials have done a good job of like, like I have like a lot of my friends, I would say are majority millennials and they do a great job at including Gen Z. And I I also think like there isn't actually like a battle between Gen Z or millennials. Gen Z is, is constantly going to think that they're better than everyone. But millennials, (laughs) millennials have the biggest battle with the boomers. Millennials don't like the boomers. (laughs) And who are millennials? I don't know. So millennials are like, uh, people in between us, Ben. It'd be like thirty year old. It'd be like Ben. Uh, yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah, the thirties. Yeah, yeah, like late, like super late twenties, and all of your thirties, essentially, right yeah. now. I, I think you say something profound, and and I'm going to say this is going to it's going to sound like a knock, and it kind of make is. her say it. I, I'm going to say it. Um, I would say you're so right. I've never seen so many awkward people in my life. Like awkwardness is a thing for all of us. We all have awkward moments with our, with Gen your Z. generation. The awkwardness is on another level. And I honestly, it kind of <laughs> makes me, it kind of makes me digital COVID awkwardness. Yeah, it kind of makes me actually excited because I love awkward people. And, and the goal in life, I think for my generation is let's just make the next generation feel more secure like let just break through the awkwardness and like just help them along because it is real they're just in front of a screen they see somebody for the first time it takes them like a hot minute to even acclimate to like interacting or socializing so it's an interesting dynamic for sure yeah you agree i do i really do be less awkward (laughs) it came back to me too i I remember what i was gonna say okay (laughs) finally (laughs) it's that actually it goes along with literally what i was gonna say but uh millennials and boomers you guys have a like do a much better job at being present. And I think that just is a side effect of how we've grown up with technology. And even like me losing my train of thought, I was already like thinking ahead. (laughs) I wasn't, I literally wasn't being present. I wasn't like staying in the moment, which I think we all struggle with a lot. And I think that's going to be our biggest issue just in the future of maybe a challenge. You know, we always are looking for the next thing and learning how to just be okay in the moment. And even Judah said like, once like your phone loses batteries, a lot of people freak out. Like they, they actually don't know what to do. And they're bored out of their mind. So you guys do a great job of that because that's just a different way you guys have grown up. So that that's actually cool to see, especially during the holidays. It's so encouraging. Seeing you guys just chill, yeah. be okay with where you're at. That's awesome. And I, you know what I'm super encouraged by is that you guys can, like, in your 20s, kind of see some of those things. You know, obviously, I hope in our 40s, and I'm talking to 40-year-olds out there and beyond, that you we have the ability to look at the younger generation and learn from them. You, you've been around long enough. Like, you know the drill, dude. Like, you can learn from anybody, so please do that and don't think you – don't be so stuck in your way. But it's amazing to me because in my 20s, it was very hard for me to look at people older than me and learn from them. I always was like, they don't know what they're doing. They're so old. They're so irrelevant, you know, the way they dress, the way they talk. And so for you guys in your – you know, and still in your early, early 20s to be able to kind of see that and find some good, I think is super encouraging to your mom and dad. So anyways, any, any last comments from Ren? anyone? She said, she said she's good. Any other thoughts, Lil Ren? 
And a little Ren's a, she's a regular on the podcast here. She's True a part of Coffee Talk Studios. She's talking a lot. She's we've nicknamed her Lil Ren also. What's the other one? Uh aka Pass. <laughs> <laughs> how many times have i asked little red a question she's like pass um but thank you guys for joining us we love having you and coffee talk and you know that's how this whole thing started we'd all sit around we did this certainly this holidays at the bonfires and the fire pits and the game tables and playing poker and watching movies and at restaurants just we all sit around and just talk we talk about anything and everything some things are off limits um like politics and schniz but um <laughs> Other than that, we just kind of have honest conversations with each other, and I love that about our family. And hopefully, those of you listening, um, you do the same thing. Just, you know, find your people, whoever they are, whether it's family or friends, and, you know, sit around and talk. Make the most of the moments. Be present in the moment. It's worth it. It kind of makes just the complexity of life a little simpler. Hopefully, it makes you a little lighter. And uh, thanks for listening to Coffee Talk. I love my kids. I'm glad they're here. Thanks, everyone, for being a part of it. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for joining us today on Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Hey, if you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and we'd love to hear from you. You can leave a review, rate us or follow us on social media at It's Billy Huffman. Here's to more coffee and honest conversations. Cheers.